0: Welcome to Gross Anatomy.
1: Hi, Lauren. Hi, Dr. Cohen. How are you?
0: I'm okay. Are we live with Gross Anatomy?
1: We are live with Gross Anatomy podcast.
0: Where we don't say what we do anymore, right? We just get into it to try to catch the audience's attention right away. We don't we give our whole try tagline. We
1: catch their attention by what we're going to talk about this episode, which includes Skittles, Bradley Cooper. Littles. Brad Pitt, music that makes you healthier, just so many things, so stay tuned. We're gonna Music talk about that right makes
0: now. you healthier? You mean my singing?
1: We're going to get to that, Dr. Cohen.
0: All right, you got me very excited. And you're Lauren Taylor.
1: I am. So I don't know what order you want to talk about things. We could just get right into Skittles.
0: Let's get into Skittles. Skittles. Let's get into it. And I'm Dr. Jason Cohen, and we're going to get into Skittles.
1: <laughs> well, you had sent me that article. I didn't see it on my own. But that there's a lawsuit, actually just a U.S. citizen brought a lawsuit against Mars, which is the company that owns Skittles and I think a lot of other candy. But um, she said that Skittles, they use something called titanium dioxide. Have you ever heard of that before? That ingredient?
0: That particular ingredient? That
1: chemical? No.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And that it's unfit for human consumption. Yeah. Yeah apparently in europe it's already banned really
0: it's already banned in europe
1: yeah so european food manufacturers did a study with like lots of mice and they found that although most of it is able like the titanium to go through your body some of it is still absorbed and that that can cause cancer so low amounts of the particle can still be absorbed i don't know how many skittles you have to eat i don't know they just found it that with the mice and rat study that they did that um it was no longer going to be allowed in Europe. And supposedly Mars was supposed to do the same thing with Skittles in 2016. They said in five years, they'll phase it out. But now it's been five years and they haven't phased out in America. That was another reason for the lawsuit.
0: But it's not like a class action lawsuit or it's not like anything where people have been harmed, right? Are they, are they linking some injury because of it? Is is
1: No. Is they're I just saying, about it. Yeah. yeah the, the lawsuit states that they failed to adequately warn customers about the chemical titanium dioxide and that it's unfit for human consumption and therefore they committed a fraud of omission like they're not letting people clearly know and that that ingredient is on the package but that it's like hard to read and not clear so that's part of the lawsuit
0: you know it's interesting um well, titanium, you know, is used for like a lot of implants and things, you know, um, like fake hips and fake different parts of the body uh, are often titanium based. And I maybe they're not anymore, but I still think they are. Um, so, I, 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 yeah, but I guess eating titanium is probably not necessarily so good.
1: Well, it's apparently a white coloring agent that is commonly used in pastries cake decorations candles toothpaste cosmetics paints and paper but i guess you're not really supposed to like cake decorations usually don't eat
0: yeah and back in the day when i was an art major the white we used was titanium white we used titanium white i remember um there are a couple of different whites but titanium white was the main one i think that we used the oil paint titanium that was the name of the color titanium white I used to love buying paints, like the the names of the colors. It was like such a treat. It was almost like going to the record store. You know, you'd pick out a tube of paint and they weren't cheap, each tube. And it's funny, my youngest daughter is trying to get do more some oil painting. So we recently went and bought some paint. So we recently bought titanium white, speaking of Skittles, you know, which was kind of interesting. But we did not eat the paint.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you did not eat the paint. So I don't know. Yeah, there's no nothing in this lawsuit that says a patient... Got cancer because of the Skittles. Right. They're just Although Van Gogh
0: that. supposedly ate his paint, right? Did you hear that?
1: True. And he was considered mad, right? Or was he mad before that?
0: I don't know. I don't know if it was from eating the paint or, or the paint ate him. It's hard to say.
1: Yeah. Well, lots of things can cause cancer, right? But
0: what, is, what do you think of when you think about Skittles, though? Does Skittles bring a certain memories for you?
1: No, I mean, I, they're not my favorite candy, but I mean, they're pretty, like they're colorful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
0: I'm not I'm not a skills guy at all by any means. It's never mm. been my thing. But to me, Skittles just means or maybe it's M&M's when we go skiing. I know my kids like to drop off of the ski lift, either M&M's or Skittles and watch them melt in the snow and cause, you know, the colors around it.
1: Oh, I've never done that before. That sounds pretty.
0: Yeah, that's a thing. I, I think it could be Skittles. I don't know, but it's not a candy. I really, I really like, and that, that is a good question. Like how many Skittles does one need to eat before something bad happens?
1: Right. Well, I think this lawsuit, I mean, maybe the purpose of it is that it's in the news and uh, hopefully they'll do what they said they were going to do, um, which should have been done my last year is take out this ingredient. Right. Take out. I this. wonder
0: if it'll taste any different.
1: I don't know. I mean, we're not big Skittle fans. So I'm how not are big Skittles
0: know? fans but kind of fun and interesting. I agree.
1: But uh, so that made me think of um, what's like the worst candy for you. So I went on a site called eat this, not that. And they have like the eight, the top eight worst candies for you. Can you guess the number one?
0: Lauren, you're amazing. I love, I love that you took, went down that rabbit hole, the worst candy for you, cotton candy.
1: Ooh, that's good. I think it means like mainly like Bag candy or oh. like candy bars like that, like something like the Mars company would sell.
0: I have so, no idea. Go ahead, so give sour me, Patch Kids want.
1: is the worst, which I do eat, which after reading this, I won't eat anymore because it says a small bag of Sour Patch Kids, which you usually eat the whole bag, is the same thing as eating four crispy cream donuts. That's the same amount of sugar in just, one. Bag. Just a
0: ton of sugar.
1: Yeah. That's that's why it's the worst. I'm like, oh, that's all I need to hear. Is like, I'm eating four donuts when I eat sour patch kids. I will never eat them again.
0: But the other thing we don't think of, but parents, I think parents think of, or certainly dentists do, is it's not it's also really bad for your teeth. I mean, so, that's that's the other thing as a kid is 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 teeth.
1: Right. No, it's really bad. Yeah, because when you're a kid, I guess you can run it off faster, but yeah. yeah, hearing that as an adult, I'm like, no. And then number two is Skittles. And number three is Starbur- Starburst because Starburst. It, it contains hydronated palm kernel oil, um, a greasy substance that actually adds to the fat count. So I don't know, some it, bad, you bad know what? stuff for in Starburst.
0: What always upset me about Starburst um, is that it's made with gelatin, which yeah. is comes from pig. You know, it, it's pig fat. And, uh, so I have eaten it accidentally in the past, but then I try to keep kosher. So once I realized, and as a kid, I kind of liked starburst, but once I learned that it was made with gelatin, I never ate it again. So that was kind of sad for me.
1: Yeah. I've been a vegetarian for a long time and it took me years to realize that like candies and different things have, you know, animal products in them.
0: Yeah. Pig. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Yeah. I'm not being kosher. Number four is Airheads, who I don't know anybody that eats Airheads anymore. I don't even know they still yeah. existed. Yeah. Um, five, Mike and Ike, which I also don't like. Six, Junior Mints, um, Junior Mints. because yeah. 12 pieces are just like, I don't know, so much sugar. And then they say you're probably eating at the movies with like buttery popcorn. Junior and- Mint,
0: the, the candy that on the Seinfeld episode when they're watching a surgery uh, at the, in that theater kind of yes, area that's that.
1: and yeah it, it can a, be dangerous it, if you're what if you're eating it during a surgery while
0: watching surgery yeah, it's dangerous yeah surgery. so it was a junior man right that fell yeah into, yeah yeah.
1: Well,
0: <laughs> yeah okay and there I you go gross anatomy yeah, I it I ties you, into medicine
1: i asked you one time if that was ever a thing like do people watch you like that doing surgery and you said no you said that hasn't been a thing ever in your career
0: um well, where I trained, there was one OR that had a viewing room like that, but it was closed off. You couldn't you couldn't throw things down. You know, there was glass everywhere. Um, but at least in my day, I, I don't think anyone really ever went up there other than more for like, you know, when you went on the tour of the school, oh, look, we have this. Come and see it. And, and I think that they probably still, if it's still there, you know, oh, cool. Come and look at this. But I, I don't know if anybody really ever uses it.
1: Yeah, they had that in, like, an episode of Grey's Anatomy, too, I remember. I think one of the for I think I only watched, like, the first season, so, like, one of the first episodes.
0: It's definitely in a lot of, it's 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 very dramatic. It's cool.
1: But you never had, like, students or interns watch you that way. That's never Not happened. that way, no. Mm. Okay. Um, and then seven Jolly Ranchers, eight, a candy bar made the list. Guess what candy bar is the worst for you?
0: Abba Zabba. I
1: don't know that one. Three Musketeers. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I think it's uh, the nougat or something. But the I don't nougat. know. <laughs> it's apparently um, it's just the most calories, 36 grams of sugar.
0: You know what I, you know, getting back to gross anatomy and medicine. So when I look at a CAT scan, a CT scan, of an abdomen of someone's belly, and we'll look at the colon, the large intestine, and the way poop kind of looks like in the colon on the scan kind of looks like either I always say it's more like um Nestle Crunch but it could also look like Milky Way you know like if you break it in half and you see kind of that that y look of either either a Nestle Crunch or a or a Milky Way kind of looks like poop in the colon on a CT scan.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: So all of this should not make our audience want candy or candy bars. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I'm here for you, moms and dads, to try to get your kids not to have it.
1: Right, right. So something else I was reading, there was an article titled Running Up That Hill, What Stranger Things Gets Right About the Health Benefits of Music. So apparently there's there's really musical therapists that people can go to to like deal with their depression, their like post-traumatic stress. And these people actually know all about music and can play music. And they're also therapists. So they they said that Stranger Things gets a lot right by like incorporating that song into like how it could help Max out of this funk and that they like actually use music at this place in Houston, the um, Houston Methodist Center of Performing Arts Medicine, which mm. I never I didn't know there was like facilities like that.
0: I didn't know about that either.
1: Yeah, but it kind of made sense because they were saying music like Like they showed in Stranger Things with Max, it gets entangled with memory. And so, like, if you're, like, talk about your favorite songs, then you can get them to talk about other things. You can get them to open up. So I thought that was interesting.
0: Well, there's definitely something healing with music and art and whether it's visual or, or, you know, sound. There's definitely that, I think.
1: Yeah, it helps you with an emotional memory. Like, I feel like you have a lot of that. Like, you're connected to music a lot. Like, you like a lot of of 80s. Like, what's your favorite song? I bet it's attached to an emotional memory.
0: That's funny. My kids asked me that. Um, maybe The Summer Wind by Frank Sinatra.
1: That's a good one. Does that yeah. remind you of, like, your family?
0: Not necessarily. It, it reminds me of the, the movie The Pope of Greenwich Village that I really liked. you remember that movie with Mickey yeah. Rourke and, yeah. uh, and uh, Eric Roberts? But it just re- reminded me of a feeling, you know, like a feeling of youth and hope. Mhm. Um but actually Kate Bush running up that hill reminds me of my youth. Uh, my buddy, one of my buddies growing up used to make these mixtapes for me. Um there was this w- we liked new wave, you know, kind of music, 80s new wave. And there was this great station WLIR that was only uh, that was Long Island Radio that played all the new music all the new wave music and it was way ahead of any other station way ahead of mtv which was a thing and um on the east i lived on the east side of new york you couldn't get it the reception was really bad on the radio but he lived on the west side and he was able with like his antenna he was able to rig being able to hear this long island radio station so off of the radio he would make these his name was Joseph Hellerstein, Joey H. We called them the Joey H mixes. <laughs> and um, and he would sign it, Joey H, you know, on the little tape, uh, on the tape. And I remember that Kate Bush song was on it, and I thought it was a great song. So it was so exciting for me to to hear it again in Stranger Things.
1: I know. I w- I, yeah, I wish I was cool enough to say I also knew who she was, but I didn't.
0: Hmm. Do you have a favorite song, Lauren?
1: I was trying, I was like, I know you're going to ask me that. I'm trying to think what my favorite song would be. I really like that song, Betty Davis eyes, but I can't think of like an emotional memory tied to it. It just makes me feel good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's what music does. Like
1: this article is saying musical therapists do they like look at the lyrics with you and they'll like say like, what would you change or what do you relate to? So they get people to like open up. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think it's a fun song.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree.
1: Speaking of music, there's a documentary um, on Paramount Plus, which I don't know how you get that channel, but it's about um, Don McLean and the true meaning of American pie. Did you see anything I heard that on the
0: radio. I heard that on the radio today on my way into work.
1: It sounds really interesting because it is about apparently the night that 1959, a small plane carrying Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, J.P. Richardson, who's the big bopper, crashed in a cornfield in Iowa killing them like right after takeoff. Yeah. So it is about that, but it's about so many other things. And I guess he dismisses some of the most common speculations. Apparently Elvis wasn't the king in question. The girl who sang the blues wasn't Janis Joplin and Bob Dylan wasn't the jester, which apparently Bob Dylan was pissed about. He was like, why would I be the jester? Huh. Uh, he's not the jester, but uh. it's interesting. I guess they go into like the interview Garth Brooks, who thinks it's a really hopeful song. apparently apparently that's it was more built out of like more rage than like hope
0: yeah yeah no I I heard it on the radio today it's the one benefit of one of the benefits of living moving far from the hospital now is I have a decent ride into work so I get to listen to a, a decent amount of radio stuff on my way in and have a lot of phone conversations so I heard that with Garth Brooks Saying that that was a huge influence for him to that song, like that he kind of attributed that song to his career. I I thought a little bit.
1: Yeah, maybe it does get into that more. I didn't watch the trailer or anything. I do want to watch this documentary now after um, reading about it. But yeah, I think that goes to what we're saying. Like I hear Betty Davis eyes is just like a fun person trying to be looking like Betty Davis, but it could mean something entirely different. Like it's just all how you perceive it. And
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 funny how different stimuli or art or a sight or sound a smell a song affects them it takes you back to a memory it's a it's an amazing it's an amazing thing of being human is that you know whether it's a smell you know you're walking somewhere and you smell something or you hear a, a sound or a song it's it's pretty amazing
1: it is. And apparently that's why the musical therapist that wrote this article was saying, you know, it really can pull you out of something. Like obviously the thing that happened to Max and Stranger Things is not going to happen to anybody, but it can hopefully not. Yeah. Hopefully not. Can take you out of something into somewhere better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, there's music music therapy is definitely a thing. And and uh, and I, I think that's why religion, a lot of religion has music in it. Um, that therapeutic, you know, it's one of the, I'm not very religious at all anymore. And I certainly don't like going to synagogue really, but the one nice thing when I could tune out all the other stuff is kind of hearing the melodies and hearing the songs and, and it's, there's something nice about it, you know, certain nice melodies.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have no real connection to American pie. I think it's a great song, but so it won't be like, Garth Brooks like uses it as a hopeful song and finding out that it's not um a hopeful tune is um is fine with me. I don't mind hearing the truth. So I'll probably look at that when I can figure out how to get Paramount Plus. Then the other thing that was in the news that you wanted to bring up was Ivanka Trump. Dead. Who also elicits no memory or anything to me. I mean, I know who she is.
0: She was Donald Trump's first wife.
1: Yeah, but, but I, I guess I wasn't around when she was like had her big heyday or yeah, she was like, I was, I didn't live in New York. Did you live in New York? You lived in New York when she was like, when she really like missed New York, like her Ivana,
0: Ivana Trump, not Ivanka, Ivana. Ivanka's no, her daughter, it, right?
1: Oh, yeah, I meant Ivana, sorry,
0: Ivana, yeah yeah, 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 Ivanka's still great, but uh, yeah, no, Ivana Trump, yeah, no, I remember you know. Trump and his wife Ivana, and they have the three kids and and uh and she wasn't sick at all, which is the interesting thing she she uh they found her dead on the bottom of a flight of stairs,
1: yeah, so that is the crazy thing, so she fell in some abdominal injuries. I don't really know. Have you ever seen anyone come in like that during like
0: well, it's hard to say you know who knows how long she was down for, you know. If she fell and ruptured her spleen um, she could have bled to death or ruptured her liver, you know, or, or had a liver injury. She could have bled to death in turn. You could, you could die from internal bleeding. Um, you know, if you bang your liver, your spleen a certain way, but you know, who knows also, I, I don't think we'll ever know the, all the details. Maybe she had a head injury too. You know, it, it's hard to say for sure. And did she fall and, and, then hit her head or did she, you know, something happened and then she fell. I don't know if, if we're ever going to know that.
1: Yeah. I never, I don't know how that works either. Like, so they, they give out publicly the autopsy results always, or is that something like the family can request that they just don't give out? Like like, we know what we know. And there, if there's more to it, like if she was taking something, if she was sick, like, can they just keep that to themselves? I don't really understand how that, HIPAA rules apply after death or anything?
0: My guess is all that's private, although mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, my, and my guess is the family released what they wanted to release. But yeah, that's a great question. That could be a homework assignment for us to find out is HIPAA um, in death, the same rules apply or are you allowed now? Is, does it become public knowledge? My guess is it still stays private. Because of the families right. and all of that.
1: Well, there was that, the Bob Saget thing. And his family did say, you know, it was like a head injury that he died from. And then I guess more, info, there was more information. They said, that's all we're going to tell. That's, that's most of the right. story that you need to know.
0: But who's it up to? Is it up to the family or is it up to like, like if the, if whoever's doing the autopsy decides, Hey, we want to share it. Are they allowed, are they allowed to yeah, share? Yeah, that's it?
1: the question. I don't know. I don't know how we get as much as we. Information as we get about celebrities, which usually we talk about.
0: Yeah, it's it's a mystery.
1: And happier news. Did everyone see Brad Pitt in a skirt for his premiere? That was cool. Bullet train. He looks amazing.
0: Amazing. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my kids a year or two ago thinking that I'd like to design men's androgynous clothing that I don't understand why men aren't wearing dresses and skirts and things like that too.
1: No, I mean, yeah, I guess he was getting weight on it, but I think he was was, in a
0: dress, right. Or a skirt.
1: He was in a like long Brown skirt and he looked amazing. And people were like, why are you wearing that? And he was like, so I can be free or something. like that." It's cool. Or so I can breathe. And I was like, good for you.
0: Yeah. Billy Porter dresses that way. I think it's super cool.
1: Yeah. And he always looks great. And we talked about him. That's why I sent that photo to you. I was like, I know how you think like guys should just be able to wear whatever they want. I I,
0: I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. I think, um, the other thing I don't get is why do we wear the same two color shoes?
1: Brown black. Yeah. I do like fun shoes, but then I, yeah, I never buy. No, no. I mean,
0: why is it, why is one shoe not one color and another shoe another color? I don't, I don't understand that. How come that That's hasn't become saying. a thing? It's a, it's in kids. It's a thing a little bit and certain sneakers. But I don't know why, you know, you have to wear the same two color shoes.
1: You know who you might like to have a conversation with is Helena Bonham Carter, because she famously wore two different color shoes to like the Academy Awards. I think it was she was just, she was just like, I couldn't decide. I like both colors. So she just wore them. I remember that because it was such like a faux pas where she got like worse dressed or whatever but i thought she was such a badass for doing that
0: yeah i like her but she's not very well dressed
1: she she has her own style though at least she's an I,
0: interesting style she's, she's an like, interesting style. whatever
1: whatever you like
0: yeah kind of boho i don't know how to describe her style but it's an interesting style but one time i showed up to work in two different color clogs like a brown and a black clog but it was on accident because I didn't realize it was dark in the morning and I didn't realize I took mismatched my clogs. But maybe I'll start making it a thing.
1: Yeah, do it. No, that's do I it. think. Yeah. After the pandemic or I guess. I don't know. Are we still in a pandemic? Do we keep saying that?
0: I don't know. We're in some kind of demic, some kind of emic. I think they say it's now it's an endemic. I But I don't totally get it.
1: Well, and the truth is, are we ever going to be out of it? Yeah, exactly. I'm confused. I don't know what the right thing to say is here.
0: I think but after the past confused.
1: two years, I think more people are just like Brad Pitt been like, you know what? I feel like wearing a skirt today. Wear a skirt. I think so. Wear different colored shoes.
0: Exactly. I actually, I saw there was a party on social media that they posted and it was wear pajama bottoms with a dress up top. Oh, and it was a Zoom theme, you know, because that's what people Mm. do, you know, on Zoom. They're in a nice top, and you don't even know what they're wearing on the bottom. Oh,
1: that's fun.
0: Yeah, that is fun. The other, you know, what's funny? I used to have when I worked at the Brooklyn VA Hospital. um, They had these amazing scrubs that I think they made that way so ridiculous, thinking no one's going to walk off with them because that definitely happens, you know, at the hospitals. Is People walk off with the scrubs all the time and they have to keep, you know, making and buying more scrubs. So they had at the Brooklyn VA Hospital, Veterans Hospital, it was one side like fluorescent green and the other side like a navy baby blue. And down the middle and around the neck, the just the stripe was sometimes a bright orange. Hmm. And they were so comfortable too. They were super soft, drying fast, but they were so cool. I love them. And I, when I first moved, left, came to LA and would wear my scrubs, I would wear those scrubs. And it's funny, you know, talking to uh, a guy who eventually became my partner, he said that they used to actually make fun of me, the residents that (laughs) who's this guy showing up in these green and blue scrubs. Like I was made fun of, I didn't know that. But they would make fun of me. And here I was thinking I'm wearing these super cool scrubs. Meanwhile, they're gone. I don't know if my wife threw them out or people have stolen them from me. I wish I still had them for so many reasons. A, they were super comfy as pajamas and as scrubs. But B, they were—I just thought they were cool.
1: Well, I'm no therapist, but I feel like your confidence was probably what they were really jealous of. So they were just making fun of you because they had their own insecurities. Good for Thank you.
0: Thank you, Dr. Lauren. Thank you, Dr. Lauren. <laughs>
1: I don't really have much more to report besides um, I do want to see that Bradley Cooper movie that he's directing and starring in. It's called um, the maestro. It's about Leonard Bernstein. So yeah. Who did West side story, which is your favorite. So I'm sure you'll yes. see it too. And the makeup looks incredible.
0: Yeah. It looks insane. It looks insane. Um, but I, I don't know if, how excited I am. I mean, it, it's, I mean, I love, I love Bradley Cooper, but it, it's not, it's not like some like Top Gun.
1: No, no, it's not like top. Yeah,
0: no. And our and our last podcast with um Ali, our guest Allie, we talked about what she's watching, which I really do want to start watching. I don't know if you heard of it or 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 checked out the episode yet. The the show, The Bear on Hulu.
1: Love it. I'm so oh, glad you, you guys talked it? about it. Yes. I haven't
0: seen it yet, though. So I that's just my
1: finished it.
0: Yeah. So that's my homework assignment. so good.
1: You really feel like you're in a kitchen. I've never seen anything filmed that like really made me feel like I was there more than that show.
0: Really? More than the um, John Favreau show? What was his show? Um, Way
1: more than that. Yes. Okay. It it made me understand places like the French laundry and why people spend so much money. Like it just made me understand the chef world a lot more.
0: Okay. It's, it's high on my list of shows to watch when I, when I, get back to a show. That's, I think that's going to be my next show.
1: I mean, it's anxiety inducing, but it's good.
0: Cool. Um, What else do we want to talk about Lauren or are we done for the evening?
1: I think we're done. I mean, I just watched a movie I really didn't like called persuasion on Netflix. So I would say avoid that to our audience. Um, And I don't have any recs besides the bear, which you should definitely watch.
0: And there you go. And that's Gross Anatomy for this week with Lauren Taylor from Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen.
1: All the way from (laughs) D.C.
0: All the way from D.C. Gross Anatomy is now across America.
1: Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone.
0: Thanks for tuning in.
1: That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy, and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.